Hello and welcome to Hawk Talk. It's my Hawk's Geek Culture Podcast where we talk about geek stuff, nerdy stuff, and all sorts of awesome. My name is Danny Shepard and joining me as always is my lovable band of ridiculous men, starting with Jeremy Lee. Whoop the bam. Noel Shefflin. Show me the money, bitch. Okay. And Tony Smith. What it do, baby boo? <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode. If you guys like the show, be sure to support us over on Patreon. It helps us out immensely. And if you're not already subscribed to this channel, make sure to subscribe to it. Uh, help us out. It helps uh, grow the brand and, uh, and whatnot. Uh, we're also releasing the new Off the Rails and Isma vlogs very soon. We got caught up with the newest minute matchup. And that has been taking up a lot of our time, so we haven't been able to shoot those episodes just yet. We shot the first episode of the Isma vlogs actually last night, so we're like gonna try to no get bang. Yes, we're gonna try to get that out as soon as possible. So guys, please uh, stay tuned. Uh, yeah, uh, this is a pretty uh, full episode. We got a mm-hmm. lot to talk about, so we're gonna just dive right in. So moving forward, we're going to start the show with a brand new segment we call the Isma Hawk Geek Fact of the Day, the Isma Facts, if you will, and we're going to give you some sort of geek culture, comic book related fun fact, and presenting that fun fact this week is Jeremy. What is this week's fun fact? That was it. I surrender. Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen, that's it. Yeah, this- That's a fun fact. This week's fun fact- uh, concerns a single X-Men. An X-Man. S- yes, an X-Man. Cyclops. Mm-hmm. So did you know that Cyclops lasers? No. His optic blasts. Optic blast. <laughs> optic blast. Optic blast. Anyway, they're not lasers, by the way, which that I made that mistake. <laughs> uh, they don't generate any heat, only concussive force. And hmm. sometimes even the writers don't know that or they make fun of it. So... Uh, there's a panel in a comic where you see Cyclops lighting birthday candles with his optic blasts. You can't do that. They don't generate heat. They're just <laughs> concussive force. They literally punch you in the face. <laughs> Wait. That actually makes sense because anytime he gets hit by any, anyone gets hit by any of his optic blasts, like I would expect something extremely lethal to happen because that's a, I always thought it was a laser. Yeah. Illegal. Well, I yeah. mean, it's still pretty lethal. Concussive, like it you're hitting you like a freight train. Oh, no, don't, uh, yeah, good point. Good yeah. point. Concussive. What a great word. Yeah. That's a great word. I'm going to use so that. So that fact is uh, the source is from Uncanny X Men number 391 and number 502. Go ahead and check it for yourselves, guys. That's pretty interesting that the that the writers and illustrators actually make the mistake. Yeah. They make that mistake, too. That's hilarious. I actually didn't know that before this. Yeah. That makes me want to twerk. Well, there you go, guys. That's really interesting to me, too, because it's like, I don't want to like dive too much into this, but they're red. It's yeah. red, so it's even more yeah, confusing. Yeah, it's a little it's like, confusing. It's like the red. So In the movies, though, like whenever he uses his optic blast, it looks like it fiery. generates yeah. Yeah, fiery it, yeah, it and looks, it generates it looks heat, too. almost like fire, so it's like that makes sense. Because like, whenever he blasts through something, doesn't it leave like a... A trail of embers and like mm-hmm. it's smoldering, like the and the gas is interesting. Like the heat. Mm-hmm. Wait, does in the movies it does that? I'm pretty sure. I'd have to watch. It again. has like the heat waves. It's hilarious that they that they mess that up. It's like I mean, that's pretty. That's pretty funny. That there's my not suspension like a list. of disbelief is not broken. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like, I like how that's the one thing we're like that's that's silly that a comic book movie didn't do that. Yeah, that's the one thing, guys. <laughs> <laughs> So this yeah. is a pretty full episode, so let's just dive right into uh, to the first segment of the day, the first topic, which will be, they just announced a new title for Star Wars Episode Eight. Oh, oh yeah. my God. The Last <laughs> Jedi. I flexed everything! Okay. So, yeah. I mean, 
I concur. <laughs> I felt the same way. Uh, this is the first Star Wars movie with uh, the words red. I noticed mm. that. Yeah. I noticed that. You what son up of with a that? bean snatcher. I was gonna. St- I was gonna talk about that. How dare you incite that? I'm sorry. I'm How a, dare you? I'm a bean How snatcher. Dare you? You're a bean snatcher. How you dare s- you notice and talk and address one of the only Listen changes? No, 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 take it away. Don't take it away from me. I was gonna say it, and you took it from me. I remember that. <laughs> There's I'll really only two time. things to talk about in this poster. I thought it was that- brown. <laughs> Just kidding. I, I knew it was red. I knew it was red because no one uses brown in their logos. He goes, I thought it was brown. <laughs> I, w- I will be perfectly honest. I did not realize it was red until someone specifically said, I love how the text is red now. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, it is red. Color blindness, everyone. <laughs> I knew it was different. Yeah, something was different about it. I yes. just couldn't tell what. <laughs> That's a hilarious. I love it. I think right. it, it really kind of raises questions there, guys. Yeah, like, it, why is it red? Yeah. And does anybody know who the last Jedi is? Have you? Did you guys? Did you guys do a little? Yeah, bit of are research? we all going to discuss? I, uh, I didn't Luke Skywalker. Research. I didn't yeah. do any research, but I assumed that the last Jedi is Rey. No. Oh well, I mean. I mean, it could be a double oh, meaning. Oh no. Is there an article about I mean, this? No, I, I mean, didn't read I did it. a little bit of research. I okay. only kind of, so I kind of went back in, in my in my head, and then I kind of went on Twitter and was like, I kind of just dived right in, I just went off the rails into the internet, and uh, and uh, I found that the last crawl, the intro crawl in Episode Seven, mm-hmm. said Luke Skywalker, comma the Last Jedi, period. Mm, yeah. and I was like, oh shoot. So, because I, I'm assuming that Rey doesn't become a Jedi in the course of a single movie. She's still yeah. a Padawan, if anything. Of course. Um, I mean, that was this. Be- some people say that it's like, oh, spoiler, Last Jedi. That does that mean like Luke is gonna die or something? No, I don't think that confirms anything. This, this is how I imagined the trilogy would go because it's like a three part play basically three acts mm-hmm. first act you introduce new characters you know everyone you know force awakens you're coming to this world mm. the second act is like the biggest challenge for the protagonists and it represents the uh like the no more hope there's yeah. no hope left like All in the lost. original trilogy how <laughs> the empire strikes back like this is the what do they call it? Um, all is, lost, all is moment. lost moment. Yeah, the all is lost moment. And then I'm assuming the third movie will be like something to do with the return of hope, mm-hmm. something like that, and the, the triumphant finale. It seems like they're, they're mirroring the original trilogy mm-hmm. in a way. So I feel like... I feel like it's gonna. They they already announced that this is going to be the darkest film. This will mm-hmm. be a, a good amount darker than the first film. Cool. Uh, oh I, yeah. I, I was talking to Hal about this actually before we came up here, and he was, uh, he was talking about like we were just talking about like the possibility of if Luke ended up dying and and how he felt about the first uh, reboot, so or a uh, soft reboot, uh, Force Awakens, and uh, and basically we were talking about. It, and I was like, I think that it's a it looks like this is a soft reboot. So I think that the original characters like Luke and Han and Leia are probably not going to play a major part in these stories moving forward. Like I think Luke will in this movie, but I don't know if he's going to in the last movie mm-hmm. because that would take away from Rey's journey. Mm-hmm. That would just take like, away from like, Kylo Ren's journey. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Just like Empire Strikes Back wasn't necessarily about Yoda. It was about Yoda helping Luke, right? Yep. Yeah. And I some people like are saying that yeah. Luke isn't going to or it, Luke isn't taking a step back in this because the official Facebook page for Star Wars 
literally the caption literally said um what was it the con- the next chapter in the Sty- Skywalker story mm-hmm. which people are assuming that Luke is going to play a part but then you know you never know there's going to be another Skywalker popping up somewhere maybe I'm still convinced I mean technically Kylo Ren is a Skywalker yeah he we have Skywalker yes. blood but uh blood but I, I still think that Ray is somehow related, is somehow a Skywalker. Oh, yeah. And I also think that she's the last Jedi. Like, I think Luke is the last Jedi, but I think Luke is going to die, and then Ray the will, Rey will na- then be the last Jedi. Pass the torch, the lightsaber. There's something that bothers me about that. I'm not going to lie. What? And me and Hal were talking about this as well. Like, Return of the Jedi is about the return of the Jedi, and then in Force Awakens, they're all gone again. Yeah. And it's just yeah, like, that's dang, hard. dude. It's like, like, can these guys ever, can we just get, like, Jedi? We didn't even have a movie with Jedi, yeah. like, with full Jedi. We it have was... to go back to, like, <laughs> Old Republic trailers of games that, <laughs> yeah. who, by the way, those games were, you know, they were those games. So, <laughs> uh, they weren't, I mean, it's just, like, in the sense of, like, com- like. But the cinematics con- were amazing. Yeah, the cinematics contrasted to the game it was just like oh man i really wish this looked like the trailer it was an mmo man yeah, I, don't, I don't know what you were expecting I, I mean i'm sorry i was a you know a young man who had didn't play games all day long uh, i guess i had the wrong impression but uh, <laughs> uh my bad uh but it i just went into it and i was like oh wow i this is not anything that i thought it would be so i i wish i wish i could not have to do that to see jedi yeah. to actually see jedi fight sith mm. i mean they were in the original trilogy or the not the original the prequel trilogy not not really i mean they were there but you didn't really get to see a lot yeah i, I mean, mean you, you really didn't you got to see the stuff that i did see i remember not being a huge fan of like i uh, mean the episode the clone wars the episode one well, um, at least you get to see like the jedi council and stuff yeah and that's cool but like i'd, I'd want to see and like development just, there just that battle in uh attack of the clones yeah yeah the, that's the right coliseum attack coliseum mm-hmm. yeah Mm-hmm, Geonosis. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh no, I remember was that. That, that was cool. I don't know. I don't. I'm sorry. Um, I wish I knew. Okay, please don't yell at me. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. So, so I still think the Force Awakens was the best business decision Disney and Lucasfilm could have made. Oh yeah. Because now, like, they're passing the torch, introducing new characters in a way where new fans and old fans can relate to, mm-hmm. and then now <clears throat> they can head in any direction they want. And yeah, The Last Jedi really doesn't spoil anything, but it kind of hints at them passing the torch. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's no way you have a Star Wars movie, or at least in in the canon trilogies, to not have any Jedi in it. So mm-hmm. even if Luke does die, someone else is going to become a Jedi. Oh, of course. Mm-hmm. And that's your girl. Because that, that skill, that, I guess, tradition won't, die out mm-hmm. so yeah. easily i'm interested to see kylo ren's arc in can this you film? imagine an entire galaxy and there's only one jedi left when there used to be thousands yeah man that man order 66 kind of messed people up yeah bros yep hello definitely them left out. an impact execute order 66 do it do it do it, do it. here we go here yeah we go. uh cool any final thoughts on uh, The Last Jedi? Hmm. Not really. Mm-mm. Yeah, I mean, they didn't really I'm give... excited. I'm excited. Aff. <laughs> excited aff. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. I'm keeping an open mind. I really have no clue what they're going to do. 
And I, th- I think that's really cool. It's not like there's not like this little box that they have to kind of stay in. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have to stay in to a certain extent, but not too much. Yeah. Especially considering how you saw, we saw what, what the, I guess the potential with Rogue One. Mm-hmm. And when they say, oh, it's going to be dark, I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. dope. Yeah, Rogue One was dark. I'm, I'm excited. To I'm see calling Snoke. it right now on episode 101 of Hawk Talk that Star Wars The Last Jedi will top worldwide box office of a billion dollars in within 40 days. Wow. I hope that's true. I don't think it's going to have the same impact that episode 7 had. No, definitely not. But like this this is still going to... Okay, no, let me redact that. Let me rephrase. Mm-hmm. Well, no, Dead air. I, no, it'll it'll still like top a billion dollars. I don't know with, if within forty days or not, but like, it'll still I mean, like, net, are you talking I about think like this net? will be generally more well received than Force Awakens, okay, or at least oh, not yeah. as po- polarizing. Yeah, oh, I, I don't think there's any disputing oh, I f- that. I feel like Rogue One kind of reeled people in that kind of had doubts. Yeah, people were so butthurt about Force Awakens, man. Some I people, get it, well, okay, well, the general audience. It's polarizing for the general audience for Rogue One, just because you know they're used to just seeing happy, good old Star Wars, not like straight up war movie. Everyone dies. Rogue One. True. Like, yeah. What? Okay. Yeah. That was dope. But that was, I fucking love Rogue One. I laugh oh it. I, I like Rogue it One a lot. So I laugh much. it. Cool. That was that was the Star Wars movie I was waiting for. Yeah. yeah. Rogue One. Yeah. Nice. Hey, Rogue One was great. Every everything wait, about wait, it. Like so, you wait. You're anticipating it to be better than anything else, or you were you were waiting to see something like that put to fruition. That okay? Because I want to see a Rocks Star Wars movie in that style, in that with that kind of weight. Yeah, to right. It. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree. I don't know if we'll see one like that for a while. No, probably not. <laughs> Let's move on to the next topic. On to the next on, one. On to the next. Power Rangers just dropped a trailer. Power Rangers more than meets the eye. Nope. nope. I don't. That's, that's, that's the one. one. Power Rangers when you hear your family. Power Rangers when you hear your family. Dude. Power Rangers <laughs> have it your way. There was a lot of people who didn't like this trailer. Still think this movie is oh going to be bad. Oh my god! It looks so cool. Dude, I'm so hyped. This looks like the best bad movie of the year. <laughs> yes, it's right? the best popcorn flick. Like, yes. just turn your mind off going. It's the best Razzie movie of the year. Yes, yes. and I'm excited about it's it. It's so fun. Like, dude, wh- you're not excited about this movie? What are you expecting? Susan Kane? The Godfather? Yes. Yes, yes. Dude. yes, I did. Yes. It's probably going to be Transformers 1 if we're lucky. <laughs> if we're lucky. If we're lucky. Dude, seeing everything in motion is. No, oh, it definitely works a lot better works in motion. So much better in motion. I've got so many thoughts on this. Yeah, dude, I'm super it stoked. Looks so cool. I like, like. I love Zordon, dude. Yes. I love Zordon the way yes. Zordon looks. Cool. Yes. looks cool, man. That's the so best dope. way to revisualize something that was so dated. Agreed. What else did that? There was another effect in a film that did that. Are you talking about like Man of Steel style? With yes, the, yeah. that's what it was. Yeah, and I was trying to figure out what it was. I got to say that I was talking to Noel and Jeremy about this when the trailer, the day the trailer dropped. As, like the concept designs and the overall art direction of the film, uh, as a huge Power Rangers fan growing up, uh, like it doesn't, it doesn't totally work for me. Uh, I feel like... I feel like it's it's too far a departure from mm-hmm. what I really really wanted, um, and I still disagree with a lot of the choices they made aesthetically. Specifically, like the Megazord, I think was the thing that I was just like, ah, dude, I I don't yeah. know about that. But 
I gotta say, seeing everything in motion, the I I don't agree with the design and the aesthetic choices, but the story feels Power Rangers to me. Mm-hmm. There's just enough campiness and cheesiness, especially toward the end of the trailer, when it was like the epic action shots, and I was just like, "Yes, oh my god, yes, this is what I wanted from a Power Rangers." I movie. wonder this if they're exactly going to have I wanted. an explosion behind every pose. Oh my god! <laughs> like when you see them all jump down in the three point landing, yeah. I was like, "Yes." And <laughs> yes. then when the power, when their suits formed on them, I was like, "Okay, yes." <laughs> and then when you see the Zords all running through the streets, I was like, "Yes, yes, okay, good." And, and then boy, the final Goldar. shot. Straight up Megazord punching the other... Goldar. Yeah, yeah, Goldar. And I don't really love the designs of either of those two, but... It just that looks... That looks awesome. That just looks fucking wait. cool. Goldar looks cool. I yeah, mean... I love the designs. I, didn't, I mean, I didn't... Goldar. I, didn't, I don't want to say that I loved them. I, just, I didn't necessarily mind them yeah. so much. Like, that wasn't, wasn't something I was conscious of right when I saw it. Or like, oh, yeah, I'm, I don't agree with that. See, I kind of would just kind of overpass that because I was just... I was just honestly really shocked. Yeah, that I was. I was like, I am actually enjoying <laughs> right? this. Yeah. Why do I want to see this see, so the bad? Art direction, <laughs> I'm willing to put the art direction, like, just force that on my mind. Just suspend my disbelief. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, it looks cool in motion. The action looks dope. And yeah. I want to see Power Rangers beat some. There's fools just up. a lot of heart in it. You can tell, like when they when they're in the pool and you can see the colors. Like, yeah. That's yeah. such a cool idea. Like yeah. that is so awesome. It's what a great touch. See, dude. I just want to see. Power Rangers beating people up, Same. and it looks like we're gonna get that. Yeah. So I like the way that they did the what do they call them the uh, the golems? Oh, the uh, the golems. Okay. Uh, the, they look like golems. Uh, uh, no, you're talking about the putties. The putties. That's <laughs> the putties, putties were excellently done. Mm-hmm. Putties. The putties look yeah. good. No, because they look like they're actual like yeah. they're yeah. getting they're getting built from items around them. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they're not just dudes in like spandex <laughs> on who that get point, kicked in and shake. Yeah, on that point, I think that. In my opinion, like, I literally just said that I, I'm not a huge fan of the art direction, but I think the things that I see as total improvements, so like that is better than the original in every way, in my opinion, mm-hmm. is Zordon and the putties. Because I'm like, you guys okay. nailed it with those two. Like, they look freaking awesome. Yeah, that's pretty accurate. I feel the same way, but also with Alpha 5. I was just about to say that. I, I really like Alpha 5. adore Even, the new design. You didn't... Like it when the image was released. The fir- right? Yeah, the first time I saw the picture, I was like, "This is interesting." See, yeah, when I saw that picture, looks- when I saw that picture, <laughs> and then now seeing it in the trailer, I'm still down because, like, seeing the picture, I still liked it. Yeah, that was genius the way they they envisioned it because mm-hmm. they're for aliens. Yeah, man. Are yeah. You kidding me? <laughs> what are you aliens? Aliens don't look like someone with aluminum foil hats on with <laughs> yeah fucking the cardboard head. <laughs> I, get, I get what you're saying. And the, when I saw the concept art of Alpha Five, I was like, no. What is, yeah, what a is lot with of the, people, what is with the people eyeballs? I but like that. In motion, I was like, works, feels right. Mm-hmm. Also, With it's the Bill Hader, right? Of the universe. Mm-hmm. It, it, it is, is Bill Hader. Hader. Yeah. yeah. And How then can you like, not love Bill okay. Hader? Freaking Heisenberg is Zordon. Yes, please. <laughs> like, what? All right. Okay, I saw him I'll at the TV it. Awards while I was at the, the Hilton in LA oh. shooting something. Like, uh, I saw a lot of people, actually. And I shot uh, Enrique. What? What? Yeah, Enrique Iglesias nice. there. Like, Bill Hader was in the lobby. He's packing up his backpack. He was just like putting stuff in his backpack and zipping up. I was just walking right through the front door, and he picked up his backpack, turned around, and we both made eye contact. And he knew that I knew who he was, and I, because I, I was like, uh, <laughs> and just walk. <laughs> That's great. And I just uh, walk, walked away. It was, cool, I just so you're a person. 
Uh, you. You're, you're, yeah. Hi, hi. You're famous. <laughs> uh, you're cool. Man, Love you. <laughs> I, the thing about this new trailer, the thing that happened with this new trailer for me is it allowed me to finally suspend my disbelief. Mm-hmm. I think when you're just seeing concept art and pictures and that first trailer that didn't show you anything, it it sort of builds this like as a as a huge Power Ranger fan as a kid, this frustration of like, what are they doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I don't know what they're doing, and I see all these these design choices that are very confusing to me. Like I get what they're trying to do; they're really playing up the alien thing like crazy. And I, I don't know how I feel about it, but then when you see that, when I saw that trailer, I was like, finally understanding what direction they're going mm-hmm. for in the new movie. And I was at that point, I was allow, I was able to finally suspend my disbelief and be like, okay, cool, I can watch this and appreciate it for what it is, and stop and like kind of let my childhood go a little bit. Um, which it's so interesting how like so attached you are to that like that aesthetic yeah i'm not that, like you you that it like directly affects how you feel about the entire art direction of this people movie. some people overreact too much like dude this movie's coming out there's still the original season go watch that if you don't <laughs> like this you guys know i didn't overreact that much no. i was never i was never going oh this is fucking time. i was never no like, no i'm I was saying just everyone like, else know. out there yeah oh everybody else is overreacting for sure but i was always like i don't know what they're doing here and it's very confusing that was mm. more my perspective uh just because like you see that we saw the Adi shankar project Mm -hmm. uh and uh the the power slash rangers and you can tell that this is taking a lot of influence from that and uh from his his work and so like i was looking at it and i was i guess the thing is is that i've always wanted to make a power ranger movie like that was always something that i really always wanted to do Mm -hmm. and yes you did yeah, and we, we did with Power Rangers versus Voltron, and then you kind of see the aesthetic that that given the opportunity, what we would have done, mm-hmm. and honestly, like uh, for the costumes, uh, for the costume we did in Power Rangers versus Voltron, I would have armored them out too, yeah. but I would have made them armored out versions of like the designs that we had. Yeah, I would have armored it out too. Yeah, but uh, like obviously that was a budgetary constraint, but like. <laughs> Uh, the way we designed the helmets, I thought was the way I would have liked it to see. And so I think that is why it was so hard for me is because it's just a project I have always wanted to do my whole life. Gotcha. And now I not only don't have the opportunity, it's uh, the design choices are something that I uh, that are totally uh, something that I wouldn't have done. Mm-hmm. And now, but watching the trailer, I'm able to appreciate them for what they are. I, I'm not complaining about it. I'm actually like quite excited to see something new and different. Yeah, same here. I love the design of this. I like, I think those suits look dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love the suits. Now I'm excited to see the Zord, the Zords in action. One of my favorite shots is the shot of them crawling like through the dirt, yeah, and the embers and everything. It's like, oh, dude, that's cool. Oh, the suits look so much better in motion. It is ridiculous. I wonder if they're gonna have different abilities oh please like if they have powers or they have weapons like uh, in the so. original 90s power rangers movie yeah when like uh, the yellow ranger turned her helmet into head a headlamp and then the red ranger had I mean, that weird visor thing mm-hmm. so- something cooler yeah like a scanner <laughs> yeah Whatever. yeah but it was just it, it just yeah. showed them kind of having different Purpose. abilities yes. a headlamp yeah, yeah like her 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 helmet had like like the eyes and the tiger dude the oh yes, i remember yeah dude yeah 
I know what's going to happen. If, I, have an, I have an idea. I, I have an idea. Do you think the happen. Green Ranger is going to yes. show up at yes. any time? Yes. Like yes. they they they're just keeping it under wraps right now. Yes. Uh, yes, I do. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. do you <laughs> Got know it. For, do you know for sure? No, I don't okay. know for sure, but I have a really good idea that, that it's it funny is. how we have to ask that now because we have so many contacts. I just <laughs> go ahead. I've been talking a lot, and I'm sorry, but did yeah, you, did you guys see the power coin? The green power coin. Yes, I did. I that's saw in that. That's Rita Repulsa's staff. Yes, I saw that. It's yep. in her staff. She, so she's the a same, fallen. Ooh. Same power coin. All right, I'm sorry to cut you nice. off. Go ahead. No, that's so someone. Oh, is that what you were gonna say? Mm-mm. Oh. That's what I was gonna say. Someone might come across that. So I think that. So I think that what happened is she. She's a fallen ranger, mm-hmm. or she. She somehow turned on uh, Zordon, and she's trying to take the Power Rangers. What? what? She's trying to take the Power Rangers' power slowly but surely. Because there was a shot of her going to the Pink Ranger, and yeah. like yeah. you see her building. Like her stuff is building as she's like like she's taking power from her, mm-hmm. and then she's and I also think she, she's grabbing gold. Over the course of the movie, that's how she makes Goldar. And then, at one point, the Red Ranger has to fight her, and he's like almost about to lose. And then we see the Green Ranger come in, like he gets introed. Maybe we don't see him at the. Maybe we see him, or maybe we see him at the end, right? Like they're gonna do some like end credit scene or something. Mm-hmm. But like, the, I have a really good idea, and he's gonna like, <laughs> like grab his, and they're like, oh, <laughs> everyone's like, gonna oh, be dude! like, flex everything, yeah. like oh. Well, yeah, did you have an idea? No, I was just gonna say I, I really hope and think that the Green Ranger will be in it. Oh, yeah. I hope that uh, uh, the the guy, what was the Jason uh, David Frank? Yeah, I hope that he's not in it. I really, 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 really hope that he's not in it. I Why? highly doubt he's in it. I think he said he's not in it. Fantastic. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. He did. He did. <laughs> That's cool though. But I'm ex- I, I I hope I that you he hope did. he's not the Green Ranger. You just hope he's not in it at all. Both. Both. Got it. Okay. Well, I think that'd be really cool to see the Green Ranger because obviously, I mean, he's I feel favorite. like I feel like yeah. I mean, it, it, he's Second. been your favorite or ha- was your favorite yeah. at one point. Mm-hmm. Red and Bla- Red Ranger, then Green Ranger, then Black Ranger were my favorites. And judging, looking at how Zach the Black Ranger is is in the trailer of this new movie, mm-hmm. uh, I feel like I feel like he's going to be my favorite. Yeah. Al- already, just watching the trailer, I was like, I already like this dude. Zach was yeah. my favorite, and then the Green Ranger. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then probably the Blue Ranger. Yeah. I liked uh, I liked the Red Ranger for a really long time. Um, and then, um, does anybody remember the White Ranger? Yeah, of course. Yeah, Tommy. Yeah. Tommy, yeah. Yeah. That's that. That was my version absolute, of the suit. That was my absolute was, was favorite suit. version. That was my favorite version. And he had the, the cool wings. Yep, he had the cool Zord. Oh, the do you know Falcon. why? Do you know why he became no the, well, the White Ranger? <laughs> I think I know why. Why? Uh, is because in the original, the Green Ranger's a bad guy, right? And like, yeah, state. But, no, no, he joins the team. Okay, he joins the team. Mm-hmm. And so, if you guys aren't aware. Uh, the Power Rangers is based off of a Japanese show called Super Sentai. Uh, Zu Ranger, ran, ran, something like that. It's Japanese. Um, that's what it's based off of. And they basically take the footage from the Japanese show and then they use it for the American show. So that's why they film in New Zealand now because New Zealand looks more like Japan so they can match the footage better. That's why when you're watching the original Power Rangers as a kid, all of a sudden they're like in a park and then they cut to like a city. <laughs> They're like in a city now, just fighting in a city. And then as a kid, you're like, suspend your disbelief. It's like, whatever. It's like, whatever. But now it's like, you look at it and you're like, wait a minute, what? how the hell did they get to that city? Wait a minute, do they, this is a different place. Yeah. <laughs> this is a different place. So just to make this quick, in the original show, the, uh, in the Super Sentai, the Green Ranger was 
same same story. Bad guy turns good guy, but then he gets killed. That's what it was. He got killed. Gets killed, but they didn't want to just kill off Tommy, especially in the American show. So they had him lose his powers. And then they took the costume from another show, basically like the the following series after Super Sentai, or after ZU Ranger or whatever, and they took the white tiger costume, which is why they all changed Zords as well, and they used the Thunder Zords instead of the Megazord uh, <laughs> that we were familiar with because they ran out of footage. <laughs> it's a budgetary thing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Who, do we remember which studio produced Power Rangers? Saban. Saban, got mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember, yeah, because the uh, the lightning bolt. I remember. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Beans. We're all oh. excited about it. I just really hope we get to hear Nickelback. Oh, dude. And they say that a hero can save you. It's so not going to stand here and wait. I hold on to the wings of the eagle and watch you as we all fly away. I think. And they're watching us. I'm not. I'm sorry, that. guys. <laughs> all right, let's move on to the next topic. Brap. Boom! Logan just came out with a brand new trailer. Dude. Young Logan. This is, oh my god, dude. Dude. Every trailer looks so cool. And this is the first time you see X-23. Dude. Like, confirmed. Her claws come out. Yes! Oh my god. She she messes people up. That red band trailer? (laughs) No. Not okay. No. No. (laughs) Not okay. Dude, Professor X says the F word. That yeah, was dude. crazy. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'm fucking 90. And like, oh, I did not sh- see that coming. Like, whoa, holy moly. <laughs> They're really playing that up. Yeah, they got a lot of F bombs they can use since it's rated R. So. Hell yeah. Oh, man, I'm so excited. So excited. You actually watched this trailer, no? You never watched trailers. So yep. this is it, this is surprising that you watched this one. Yeah, I did it for this fucking show. Give So, so, <laughs> so break it down, man. Give us your thoughts. Oh, man. So. I'm excited as as fuh. Um, I it, he's been playing Lo- Wolverine for almost 20 years, and this is the first time we're seeing him in an R-rated movie. That in itself is ridiculous, but I'm really excited about that because this looks like this looks so violent, dude. It's so bloody, and I love that. Yes. Um, X23 is a badass character. He looks so, I can't so tired. Yeah, he looks he looks like a sleepy little bitch. <laughs> no, <laughs> sleeping. Beauty. There's a difference between being tired and sleepy. I'm both. No, were there back to, back to the back to the subject? <laughs> were there aspects of the trailer that you guys weren't expecting to see? Um, I wasn't ex- wire work. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I wasn't. No, expecting- I was expecting that. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't. No, I wasn't I was expecting to see X23 mess people up. I wasn't expecting that at all. I was like, Me oh either. wow, she's like really going ham <laughs> and pork. Shut up. Um, yes. I don't know, dude. I. I I don't know. I I don't I didn't have an idea going into watching this trailer. I was just excited to see it, so I didn't really all of it was so new to me. It's it for me it's also interesting too because I keep thinking like this is not the same world. This can't be the same world. Like this is this is just so much different. You saw the first trailer, right? Yes, I did. Yeah. yeah. And it and then obviously Hugh Jackman comes out in an interview and he's like, "Yeah, no, this is different." He's like, "This is this is, a, I mean, uh, the director came out and said that that was misinterpreted. It is, it is. He must have meant that it's just in a in the point ap- in time we have yes. never seen because yeah, it takes. Yes, yeah, yeah, twenty. I know, I, yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, I meant that like I've never seen 
this universe kind of X Men movie like mm-hmm. this look like this. Look so it's in the same like universe, same continuity, like same timeline. I think that's that's what yeah. he's implying. That's what the director was implying when he was correcting Hugh Jackman's statement. Hmm. This is just getting more and more confusing. Yeah. If you guys aren't aware, Hugh Jackman said that that basically offhandedly said that that this is like kind of a, a different universe, something like that. I'm paraphrasing. Uh, this could be a different universe almost because it's so different. And then the director came out and was like, "That was a you guys misunderstood that that statement. That's not really what was what was meant." James Mangold. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, basically said that this is a. Uh, this is in the, still in the timeline. Hmm. So Based unless off of the Wolverine, I guess so. Unless there's something that contradicts it in the film itself. Are we talking about Days of Future Past timeline, like the no. This is like like original current Tom timeline. So this is this post is, Days of Future Past, apparently. Hmm. Interesting. Wait, what? Yes, it's conf- it's very confusing. Let's so just not, watch the movie. So and not go original from there. <laughs> trilogy timeline. Is I don't that, think so. That's a different timeline. Yeah. Hmm. Cool. I don't oh. think the Sentinels were running amok in this timeline. Running amok. 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 amok you look amok. at the Days of Future Past, and they're wearing like this dystopian future armor and stuff like that, and that's like nowhere to be found in this. This is completely different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, this looks they, like the well, last. Did they of break us. that timeline when straight up last they went of back? us? Yeah. They yeah. The which is button. So I have a question. When they went back, do they do they stay there? <laughs> what? So when they went back, you know how they went back, did they go back to their own timeline or do they stay there? That's my so question. So it was Wolverine's consciousness that went back into so his old actually, body. He did not go back. Nobody technically went back in That's time. It was it was transference of his consciousness. Shit. Right? Which means yeah, that, yeah. Correct. that they didn't nobody went traveled through time. They just created an alternate timeline where so like i guess the timeline is like this right and then days of future past is here and what they did was they went back in time and then created an alternate timeline like that so i imagine time travel is confusing true Hmm. did i explain that right no you explained that exactly right okay yeah it's very (laughs) and some people in the comments are like it's not that confusing Eh, well i mean when you think about it when you're No, it's not well, confusing. No, you're right. It's not confusing. It's just, time travel it, it is make like sense. one of the <laughs> the most complicated things to try and yeah. convey because in film. Because mm-hmm. well, it's the idea is that we th- we think of time as this thing that you can go back on, like it's like like a book, right? And you can just go back on pages and the, and go back to where it was at, and it's not how it works. Like no, in reality. because if you go back to a previous page and you change something, all the rest of the pages change. Exactly, after that. and you can never go back to over here. Yeah, but, but then the- but then some people explain it like uh, instead of a physical book, maybe it's a digital book. So you make changes, you save a separate copy of that file. So now you have two copies. Yeah, of the file. I'm done with this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> so. So you're trying to jump between like this file and this file, no, but then you're I'm you're done. you're making a movie in this file later in the pages, but then you trying to refer to other pages in this file. It doesn't connect, guys. Four oh four. That's I think that's the thing about time travel is there it's still so theoretical that there's no yeah. hard and fast rules about what makes sense and what doesn't. Like what are the repercussions yeah. of traveling back in time? Interesting. Only back to the back to the future is my favorite. Kind of like time travel, like yeah. the way they explain it and the way that the physics work behind it. Yeah, that was the most fun. Yeah. Also, Looper was really good. Looper, Looper was great. Was dope. Looper was great. Love yes. that concept. Um, uh, and JGL, you know. 
And also Bruce Willis. So there's yeah. that. I mean, uh, who directed that? Uh, he's me. doing... Uh, not you. He's uh, doing... Um, oh, Ryan Johnson. He's doing episode eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dude. Great. Full circle. Cool. <laughs> so... Um, Logan, uh, one last thing on Logan. Go for it. I... You asked uh, uh, what what I wasn't expecting from mm-hmm. the trailer. I definitely wasn't expecting Xavier to drop an F bomb, but <laughs> that yeah. that makes me so excited because just I don't know they're old and tired. They've they're fucking over it. So like I, don't know, <laughs> I just I just can't wait to see how they, how they I can do imagine, it. I can imagine if they're in this kind of state, what happened? Mm-hmm. It's just like I mean, it, could it be worse than what you guys have already gone through? Okay, yes, yes, it can be. Got it. Okay. <laughs> It's like it's like that whole idea of like, well, at least it's not raining, and then it starts raining, and then you just, <laughs> you just look at the person who said it, like, like really? thank you, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Yeah, that's uh, um, he looks for me. All, actually, I will say this: when I went into it, this idea, even after uh, specifically because of the Wolverine, mm-hmm. I have ju- was just given a, more of a reason why to think Wolverine is completely unbeatable. He's invincible. Um, having this, seeing him bleed, yeah, like and I really bleed, yeah. And you're like the entire Whoa. trailer, he's bleeding. It's like you're, like, <laughs> he's bleeding the and entire he's bleeding, trailer, and then he has like stitches. And yeah, you're like you're like, wait a minute, why does he have stitches? Yeah, like is he starting? Like is he starting to lose his power? Like what? It's rough. To, it's rough to kind of. To kind of see it just in the trailer, I imagine it's gonna yeah. be rough when you see. The I mean, movie. I wonder why yeah. he looks like this. Yeah, I wonder where in the movie this is. I wonder if he's gonna die at the end of it. I hope not, but I would understand if he did. I yeah. would understand. <laughs> I so, would understand. So, before we go to the next topic, somewhat on this topic, there was a picture released. Uh, I can't remember whose Twitter. It was either Ryan Reynolds or Hugh Jackman, but it was Hugh Jackman, Ryan Reynolds, and Pierce Brosnan. All hanging out together. Oh my god! Can I go get some whiskey, guys? Mm. I want to go. So I guess that's where the rumors of Pierce Brosnan as Cable Cable are coming from. Yeah, Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. No, uh, What's <laughs> wrong with Pierce Brosnan? Nothing's wrong with Pierce Brosnan. I don't think he could be Cable though. My my money. I think it would be funny if they had a Pierce Your Brosnan money. as a cameo in like as James Bond. That would seem dead, <laughs> that would seem very Deadpool to me. That's yeah. funny. Uh, huh. my money is on Ron Perlman. That's who I want. Ugh. I want him as Cable, please. Ron Perlman. Oh yeah, he's dope, dude. Uh, Ron Perlman. Were... When are you gonna do Hellboy three? Come on. Yeah, they talked about that. Jeez, they? they talked about something. They said that the script is uh, in development, and yeah. he said that there are very real meetings that are happening. Yes, this good, week. good, very good. I'm glad uh, that Jeremy's happy. <laughs> cool. Moving on to the next one. On to the next one. Injustice right. two: The Injustining. <laughs> Injustice 2, the injustice in inning. <laughs> Dude, this game looks awesome. The villain is yes. Brainiac. <laughs> Have you guys seen how many characters are going to be in this game? There's a lot of thousand. That's not right. That's not correct. Why did you say the accurate number? number. (laughs) I'm pretty sure. I don't know, you guys. I don't know how to read. That's what I thought I read. Each (laughs) variation and each costume of the character is a new character. No, that's not true. Takachi Budokai 3. Spreading false information. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it, guys. How many characters are there going to be? Does anybody know? It looks like roughly in the 30s range. Wow. Red Hood better be in there. Yeah, I think they've revealed like 11 or like 12. Like, not that many. And Yo, so, who's gonna get that special edition, though? <laughs> you already know that. That's the motto. 
YOLO. If Sorry. you guys want to see us stream Injustice 2, mm-hmm. uh, we will be doing that. We're going to start streaming on uh, the Ismahawk Twitch account. Uh, we're going to try to start t- uh, streaming on that Twitch account uh, every single day or almost every day. Uh, it'll be different pairings of each of us. So we're mm-hmm. going to try to do at least two people. And uh, we're going to be t- uh, streaming with my girlfriend, Angela, at uh, Lady Doombots on Instagram. And then we're also going to be uh, streaming with Hal as well. So Hell yeah. the six of Hell us yeah. are going to be uh, actively streaming weekly on the Ismahawk uh, Twitch account. So be sure to follow that. We'll let you guys know when we're going to start it up. And we're going to start with like Injustice and 1 and stuff like that. And then we'll move on to Injustice 2 when it comes out. In May, May 19th. We'll play Injustice 3 while it's still in development. I've only played Injustice, the first game, like three times. Oh my gosh. Are you serious? You got your ass kicked Uh, every time, huh? No. Uh, I I think I won once. Dude, play as Aquaman. I think I played you Did you poke your butt? Did I poke my butt? No. Jeremy, what? What characters? (laughs) What characters are you excited to see in this? Red Hood. I'm Night excited wing. to see Red Hood because he's going to be in it. And if he's not, there's no, <laughs> if he's Hood. not, he's Red going Hood. to be in Red it. Hood. 30 characters. If Red Hood isn't in it, we freaking riot. Yeah. I will rip <laughs> dicks off. Dude, did you see what? Hey, 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 Brian. Can can you like give us a hint? Is Red Hood in it? Riot. Brian, just like, just, just like please, text us. Please. PM us. Or just DM us, bone, dude. man. Throw us a chicken bone. Did you see that Ed Boone tweeted out? He's like, which Red Hood would you... If we put Red Hood yeah, in... Yeah, I saw that, dude. Yeah, he's like, if we put Red Hood in Injustice 2, which version would you want? The Joker, Joker or one? Jason. Or the Jason? Yeah. And it's just like, Ed Boone, you know the answer to that question. Don't, know. don't fuck around, dude. <laughs> don't we fuck know with you us, know. Ed we Boone. Know, we, we, we know what you're doing, man. <laughs> you know, Ed Boone's awesome. I love Mortal Kombat. Don't fuck with me. <laughs> don't you fuck with me. Don't. <laughs> Any other characters on. you would like to see from the DC universe who weren't uh, in the first game? Weren't in the first the game. Really... Uh, you you didn't play yeah, the first I, game, I, so you don't really know. But know. what about you, Jer? Wally West. Mm. Wally West That's wasn't an in alternate the first Flash. Game? No, be, he was not. What about but, Superboy? <clears throat> Superboy was not. Mm. It'd be cool to see Superboy. It'd be cool to see some. What about Aqualad? Was he in it? Mm-mm. He was not. Uh, the done? only sidekicks that were in it were Cyborg, Cyborg, Raven. Uh, Nightwing, and it was two versions of Nightwing. Mm. Was that it? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Wow. That's all Wait, no Supergirl? no Supergirl? No, no, no Supergirl. Yeah, yeah, no Supergirl. Supergirl is in it now. Yeah, she's in Injustice too. That's hella dope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. I hope Zatanna's in it. Zatanna was in the first one. Yeah, but like not as like as she a, was. She was DLC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope she's a regular I'm character. I hope John Stewart is his own Green Lantern. Me too. Not just a Green Lantern skin. That'd be dope. Yeah, I'd like to see multiple lanterns. I'd like to see Hal, John. What are you doing? Uh, <laughs> Kyle would be like. Yeah. I, I want to see like a bunch Ooh, of Kyle, different. Kyle Rayner would be cool. Yeah, I would like to see or them Kilowog. all have different ab- abilities. Oh, Kilowog would be see. I would all, I would Whoa. rather and I'm a huge the hugest Kyle Rayner fan. Yeah. But Kilowog would be a fun character That'd to play. Yeah, Kilowog yeah, I think would, would be way better in the because it would be different than mm-hmm. the other two. Mm-hmm. Most deaf featuring common. Most deaf. Yeah, maybe a star sapphire. Maybe star sapphire. Sapphire would be cool, dude. She would be powerful as shit. Yeah. Can she Wait, fly? Wait, was Starfire in the first? Star sapphire or sa- or Starfire? Starfire. Starfire can fly. Okay. Wait, yeah. no. Was she in the first one? No. no. Okay. Ooh. What if they had Red Hood, uh, Arsenal, and Starfire 
Ooh, Arsenal would be dope. Was Arsenal in the first one? No. Mm-mm. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> I love how we only want the sidekick characters. I mean, I guess that's the only characters who weren't in it. Yeah, I was going to say those characters that just we didn't whole, get. I just want all of, you know, all of Young Justice. That Young Justice. Yeah. I want all of Teen Justice in it. Uh, I had young no. Titans. <laughs> Them Young Titans, though. Young Titans, dog. Asada. <laughs> Sada. I'm trying to think. Of, like, I think Darkseid is a playable character in this one. I'm not 100% sure. He comes on with the that. ultimate is, edition, yeah. yeah. He comes oh with the ultimate edition. Dude, what if Scorpion is in this or Sub Zero? He probably will be. I'm oh sure yeah. there will be. I mean, oh yeah. Scorpion was in the first game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, are they? Wait, uh, did they confirm about bringing him back? Or I mean, I assume he's going to be in it. If Ed Boon has anything to do with it, I assume a Mortal Kombat. So it's a Nether Realms yes. game. Yes. This is a Nether Realms game. So they, wait, yes. is Mortal Kombat? The same universe as DC? No, but it's that's what I thought. Nether Realms is the producer or the the developer for both Mortal Kombat and uh, and right. Justice. I want to see Yoda Tight. and Darth Vader in this, dude. What dude, if we Soul Calibur it up? So, did anybody else play the story besides me and Noel? I know you didn't for sure. I didn't. Obviously, you did or didn't? No, I didn't. So the story in Injustice was freaking sick. Yeah, it was super cool. It was basically Superman goes rogue and 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 like basically enslaves humanity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tie it. It's pretty dope. And then Batman forms like a team to stop him, but Batman's team gets totally decimated. It's like y- you need to form like a suicide squad or something to care of this metahuman problem, right? Yeah, totally. So he kills everybody, right? And then they're like, okay, we, we don't know what to do. So basically they, I guess Batman, I've, I kind of forgot. Batman like goes to, or like a- It's like an Earth 2, right? Yeah, they, they basically grab like Earth 2 versions of the same characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then pull them into their Earth to stop Superman. So did he punch a hole in the space-time continuum? No, it wasn't Superboy Prime. <laughs> <laughs> but they... Um, what? So apparently, I'm trying to figure out if there's... If, is Wait, there I, going I kinda to be I kind of want to play this. I kind of want to twitch this and yeah. stream this. I won't tell you the, any more of the story, but I'm trying to f- figure out, like, are we still going to have those Earth 2 versions of the characters, or is it just the surviving yeah, I'm curious ones from that... To- Dark Earth. Yeah, I'm curious as to when this takes place. Oh, you or like, yeah. if this is like even... the continuity is still yeah. the same. Oh, that interesting. Yeah. You know what would be really cool? I will say this. What if we got to see a Heath Ledger Joker? I would like to see the skin. I don't know if he deserves be... his own but No, I meant just like, yeah. yeah, just like, like a skin. skin. Yeah, that'd, that'd be, be cool. pretty cool. Like a bunch of different Jokers. That'd be yeah. pretty cool, actually. Different like all the Jokers, skins. you get like a Jared Leto Joker. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. That'd be, that'd be interesting. Cool. That'd be interesting. Any other thoughts on Injustice? I'm excited. Let's move on. We're... We're blazing through these bitches like it won. I mean, None. we're Green Lantern Corps. We're already Green 50 Lantern minutes in. Corps. Green Lantern Corps. So we can keep this one fairly brief. Uh, they just announced a short list mm-hmm. for the actors that are going to that are currently Hello, being considered. Boxers in 2020. Does Does everybody know who that short list is? Yes. And this is just for Hal Jordan. It Go is ahead. Uh, Bradley Cooper, Tom Ra- Cruise, Ryan Reynolds, Tom, Tom Cruise, Cruise, Jake Gyllenhaal, and. Actually, I think that's it. There might be one no, more. There's but one more. Army Hammer. Army, Army Hammer. Thank you. Army Hammer. For Hal Jordan? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, what a list. I like Army Hammer. I could see Army Hammer. I like Army Hammer. Yeah, a lot. I can definitely see that. I would not be opposed to seeing Ryan Reynolds. I'm not opposed of to seeing him at me all. Either. Of course not. Uh, Tom Cruise, get the fuck out. Tom Cruise is an immediate turn off. <laughs> I was like, when I saw him on that list, I was like, what? I, I, that yeah, doesn't was, make sense. Literally, what? Please don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Please Bradley don't do that. Cooper, uh, Bradley, or, I could see Bradley Cooper as Hal. I almost think guys, Bradley Cooper is my number one. Actually, guys, I love Bradley Cooper. Come on, man. I, I feel you can't give Bradley Cooper and Ryan Reynolds a Marvel and a freaking DC. Who cares? <laughs> Who, Who cares? cares? I'm not. I, like, I don't care. But it's like 
I kind of care too. Bradley <laughs> Cooper plays a raccoon, a CGI raccoon. He's still someone. No, let Danny, him act as Danny, a person. Danny, <laughs> Danny, he's still someone, okay? <laughs> That's like saying that Vin Diesel can't ever be a superhero again because I'm he says he can never three be words. A superhero. <laughs> right now, he's already he's already invested in Marvel. <laughs> I think Army Hammer is a strong choice. No, as well. I think Army I really Hammer like specifically Army Hammer. because he's not he's not really known for anything else other than yeah. social network. The social mm-hmm. network. The social networking. Yeah. And I mean you know what? I feel uh, what was that what was that other one with uh, the real oh, Lone, the Ranger. Lone Ranger, that really Lone solid oh, <laughs> a just, solid piece of cinema, guys. Just great, man. <laughs> <laughs> great A. Great, great A, double man. A. <laughs> great S. I forgot the name. It was so good. Uh, <laughs> Come on, dude. Uh, oh, I, I was going to say, I feel kind of bad for this younger generation who didn't grow up with like the classic Tom Cruise movies that got him famous. Oh, yeah. Because those were actually great films. Yeah, dude. And he was really good in them. I don't think that Tom Cruise makes bad decisions. I think the majority of the films he's in are good movies. And they're all successful. Yeah. yeah I just don't particularly care for Tom Cruise as an actor mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. as a human. Yeah. I'm sure he's a great guy. I'm not. But I'm not sure of that. I have no reason to believe that. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, I'm that just could trying be questionable, to be nice. but you know, we don't know. You know, Daniel's assuming know. positive intent. I mean, hey, no, why don't you text him, huh? I will. I'll be like, "Hey, what's up, Doc?" We've heard a lot of stories, but I just don't know if I could see him as Hal Jordan. Yeah, I just, I'm not that sure about seems that. foreign to me. Yeah, I can't picture him as Hal Jordan. I, if you're talking like a few good men, Tom oh, Cruise, man. then yeah, I can see Hal Jordan. I but want like, the truth. <laughs> you can't handle the truth. Oh yeah, man. But. That's so Other than that, so like, I don't know. What I mean, about a combination man? of Top Gun Tom Cruise and a few good men Tom Cruise, that would be Hal Jordan. This is, I mean, this has got to be a snarkier character. I think... My Risky business? With, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Bisky business. My problem with Ryan Reynolds, and it's not that the previous Green Lantern movie, it's really not. Like, I actually fine with that. But he's a lot more quippy than Hal Jordan, I think, should be. Mm-hmm. Hal Jordan isn't, like... He was playing Hal Jordan like Van Wilder, mm-hmm. and I don't think that works for that character. I imagine it if works they for have, Deadpool. If they have Hal and, and John Stewart in it, I imagine the dynamic will be mm-hmm. that lethal John weapon, is the straight. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And then oh Hal's- yeah, totally the weapon. Yeah, because yeah. if you think about it, um, what was uh, what was Mel Gibson's character in uh, Lethal Weapon? His uh, name? Riggs. Riggs, and then mm-hmm. who was the other guy? Murtaugh. Murtaugh. So Murtaugh was the one that was he had already been in the force for straight years. Man. He was the yeah he was the straight man, mm-hmm. and he was the one that was like he had a daughter. He was like on his last you know like seven year span of like okay dude, I just want to come in, eat donuts, get some coffee, and just arrest people. That's all I want to do. Okay, <laughs> if do, that much. If, if, if I that don't much. even know if I want to arrest people. Anymore, okay? <laughs> I don't. I don't even. I don't want to wear a tie. I just want to come in, do my thing, and then leave, and then. Riggs, Riggs just keeps getting himself in these situations where he's like almost getting killed. Like <laughs> several <laughs> shootouts. Yeah, like shootouts. Why is your life so exciting? <laughs> <laughs> I really would like to see that. Like, and that's why I think like we need someone who has that that charm that Mel Gibson had. And like yeah. we can say what we want about him nowadays, personally, but Mel Gibson was an incredible character actor when he was younger. Oh, yeah, for sure. Incredible. Yeah, he's, he's talented. Yeah, he's, sure. he was great. I don't know about... I don't, uh, I don't see Quick him anymore, note but. on that. Did you guys hear that there's going to be a Lethal Weapon reboot? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Wait, what? Well, they what? made it into a show. Oh, a show. Yeah. yeah. Oh, a show. They made it into a show. Is it already happening? Yeah, or? it already happened. Or it already happened. Are, wait, are you referring to like a feature? Are you ref- 
just in general. I heard it was a reboot feature. Okay, that's something know. different. I oh. never heard about this at okay, all. Okay, well, never mind. Well, the show show already came out? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I oh. think it's, yeah, it's, first season's it was, still happening. It was one, uh, one of the Wayans brothers, I believe. Oh, oh yeah, Damon Wayans Jr. Is yeah, mm-hmm. one of the Wayans brothers was okay. um, well, Morta. Just a quick note. No, Damon Wayans Sr. No. It was it was one of the younger ones. It wasn't the older one. No, actually, it might have been senior. No, it's the older it's one. Senior, yeah, really? it's the dad. Yeah, Damon Wayne's Jr. Uh, wait, who, Damon Wayne's Jr. No, who is Damon Wayne's Jr.? There's Damon so Wayne's many. Junior's coach, new girl. Oh, yeah. I was like, I was trying to piece that together. I was like, is his name Damon Wayne's Jr.? <laughs> I'm not sure. No, yeah, no, it's senior then. Yeah, yeah you're his right. dad isn't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, like, how many Wayans are there? Dude, like all seventeen, of them. dude. All of them. Seventeen. <laughs> there's there's seventeen. All of them. I can Wayans. imagine there's probably seventeen of them, but I meant like that we know of. <laughs> Oh, they're only 16. Oh, got it. (laughs) Anyway, moving on. Moving on. Uh, Green Lantern's going to be dope. Um, I'm excited for it. I'm super excited because space is the final frontier. No, but space is going to be tight. (laughs) (laughs) But it is the final frontier. (laughs) You know... (laughs) Yeah, these fishes... (laughs) Your mind is actually the final frontier. Stop Mm. it. Hmm. I'm, I'm excited for it. Yeah, they're like yes. it's supposed to be lethal weapon in space with. So it sounds like Guardians of the Galaxy. That sounds Green Lantern. dope, man. Yeah. I, I want to see that Hella lethal stoked. weapon in space. Yeah, God, we just. I oh, please just. just <laughs> it sounds so ridiculous. Yeah, Kids just, out there, just, if you haven't seen Lethal Weapon, look it up, man. You, I mean, imagine it in space. It's I mean, rated. I mean, yeah, just, yeah, look it up if you're like. Over 10 years old. Don't look it up if you're over <laughs> 10 years old. That's, thank you. Thank that you, That is not the age limit for rated R films. I mean, but like it's a 90s film, so it's not like... Okay, let me it's rephrase not like, it's that. Not we're like not, we're not condoning it, but you know, we're not going to condemn you no, for look, look, looking up Lethal Weapon. The reason why we're... I am condoning it. The reason why is because that is a classic buddy cop film, and you need to see that if you're interested in in uh, Green Lantern Corp. So whatever. But Wait, are you condoning or condemning it? I'm condoning it. Condoning it, okay. I take full responsibility. Actually, I don't. <laughs> I don't care. I don't. It's it's a movie. I'm not one of those people. I don't care. Hey, man. Anyway. It's a dope movie. You should see it if you can. If you can't, who cares? Also, on that note, watch Die Hard, too. Next topic. <laughs> Any final thoughts on Green Lantern Corps? Nope. No. Black Adam! Sure. Black Adam is going to get a standalone movie. Yeah, Jeff John said that this was his favorite meeting he's ever had. Oh, wow. boy. It was this meeting with Dwayne Oh, absolutely. So more so than The Flash? <laughs> Apparently. Wow. Yeah, That's dude. incredible. Oh, man. So, dude, Dwayne, I mean, it's like, it's Dwayne I mean, Johnson, it's The guys. Rock. Yeah, it's like, what do you, do we he can do anything. anything less? He is literally a human superhero. Yep. True. Um, that guy's just made a choice. So they said that they're going to split these. He ma- he's made of choice? <laughs> He's, all right, all right. He's so choice. He's made of choice. All right, all right. <laughs> no. So they said that this movie's it's going to be the uh, the meeting was initially about the Shazam movie, and the movie got split into two movies: Shazam and then Black Adam is getting his solo movie. Worth noting that DC is the only, not DC, DC is taking its time to give its bad guys it, their own movies. I can dig that. I actually really really like that, and it sounds like they're going to make him more of an antihero rather than like a straight up villain. Which I think is a good idea because the Rock a is a likable, ca- lo- yeah. likable dude. <laughs> well, also, it seems like it would be a really great idea to build him up as a hero in his own movie, mm-hmm. and then give him the fall from grace, and have them be the villain for Shazam. Like, talk about development. Yeah. The bad guy had his own movie. Then you just focus on developing 
uh, Shazam the entire film mm-hmm. and then have Black Adam. He's already set up and totally like has a great origin and all that. So. There's an article that I had pulled up uh, specifically for this topic. And someone was saying that, that we could see uh, Black Adam and Shazam as soon as Aquaman. They said that they could, what? They could cameo in Aquaman. Oh, okay. So, sorry. Thanks, it might be. Okay, so. Yep, the dead air. Sorry, I'm really stoked to see it. I saw, I can't remember which artist did it, but I saw a a really cool art piece with uh, Black Adam and Shazam, and the guy, the gentleman who wh- who drew this uh, picture made Shazam as um, Alan Richson. R- Richson, Richson from Richson. No, you did it right, yeah. That's R-I-T-C-H-S-O-N uh, from Blue Mountain State. And I thought it was really cool. I was like, you know what? That is, like, actually perfect. He has the bone structure. He looks just like if you dyed his hair black, he looks just like Shazam. It's yeah. crazy. Hmm. And he's got and he's like a big dude, so it'd be it's it's like dude, just hire him. Just hire him. Do it. <laughs> just hire the dude. Just do it. And you know he can play a man child. Yeah, if you <laughs> watch play Blue a man yeah. child. <laughs> it's great. Shazam! He's dude, great, if they, man. If they put him on if they put him as Shazam, that completely gives you another reason to go see a Justice League movie. Because he is going to be hilarious. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. With with oh my god. With Ben Affleck as Batman. Oh <laughs> my god. That's, and Henry Cavill as and Superman. Henry and Cavill as Superman. And you have Alan Richson as freaking Shazam. Oh my god. <laughs> Playing a ten year old in an adult's body. <laughs> yeah. Incredible. Oh my god. That's gold. Oh, man. That's gold. That's yeah. That's, that's gold. gold. Movie basically <laughs> writes itself. I can't wait to see him like react or interact with a character like Aqua, Aquaman, Aqua, who you oh know is going to be just like a brute. Yeah, <laughs> he just doesn't say anything. He just yeah. makes noises. <clears throat> <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's going to be exciting. Do we cool. have anything left to really I mean, say I, about this? I, there's nope. really nothing else. I mean, to yeah, say. it's just kind of cool, cool uh, thing. What's the next one? That's that it. Okay, so uh, we uh, before we actually close out, there's a David Ayer. Oh yeah, uh, a- a- Ayer. Ayer. So David Ayer posted something on Twitter that was very mm-hmm. interesting, uh, specifically about Suicide Squad, and uh, you feel kind of you kind of feel for the guy here. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Noel's gonna go ahead and read it out. So he says, "I know it's a controversial film. I really tried to make something different with a look and a voice of its own." I took inspiration from the insanity of the original comics. Making a movie is a journey, not a straight line. I learned so much. <clears throat> People what, want what they want, and everyone has a personal vision of how each character should look and walk and talk. If you set out to make a mass appeal in movie, it's easy to end up with vanilla, but I went for it. And I know Squad has its flaws. Hell, the world knows it. Nothing hurts more than to pick up a newspaper and see a couple of years of your, your own blood, sweat, and tears ripped to shreds. The hate game is strong out there. <clears throat> The movie was wildly successful commercially, and the world got introduced to some very cool characters in the DC universe, and that succeeds. That success is due exactly to the wonder and power of DC, of its characters. Would I do a lot of things different? For sure. Wish I had a time machine. I'd make the Joker the main villain and en- engineer a more grounded story. I have to take the good and bad and learn from it. I love making movies, and I love DC. I'm a high school dropout, and I used to paint houses for a living. I'm lucky to have the job that I have. <clears throat> I have to give the characters and stories plots they deserve next time. Real talk. And no, there isn't a sc- secret edit of the film with a bunch of Joker scenes. Man, like, seeing 
two years of your blood, sweat, and tears just ripped to shreds like that. Yeah. And I would have loved, like, that's what I wanted to see, is a more grounded version where the Joker is the main villain. Yeah. The biggest reason why I didn't like Suicide Squad that much, or, like, the when we talked about the review, was Enchantress. Yeah. And how that was, like, just... It's not doing weird. it for me. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Not a compelling villain, not a compelling story, not an original story particularly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he even addressed that he he messed up with the aesthetic of the characters, which was my number one issue, was that you built a universe with an entire roster of characters, and then every single one of them mm-hmm. is your own vision mm-hmm. and is like not super truthful to the original. Yeah. And I'm not saying that it has to be like... 100% accurate. It just needs to be it needs to be truthful to the essence of the character. Yeah. And there was a lot that was fundamentally changed and and, and you know like I I res- I have so much more respect. For, I never really didn't have respect for Dick here. Yeah. Um he's made great work prior to uh, Suicide Squad, but I have an immense amount of respect for him for that comp that post because mm-hmm. he addressed the shortcomings and he addressed that he he's like, "Hey, he like took full responsibility. I made some mistakes creatively here, and and I understand that, and I see how much how important these characters mm-hmm. are to you people, and I promise you, I'm not going to give you something that is is not exactly what you want in the yeah. future. And it's like you can see that I, I have I'm That's very called professionalism. Yeah, mm-hmm. but uh, it's also owning up to owning up to creative choices that he made and understanding those creative choices aren't are one of the reasons why the movie didn't do as well, you know, wasn't as critically or com- commercially enjoyed by uh, by the audience. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I respect that and I'm very excited to see Gotham City Sirens yeah, now anything, knowing this. Is, this. this is a little bit yeah. more ins- assurance, which I didn't yeah. need particularly because I love David Ayer mm-hmm. and I I I trust him. But like, absolutely. Like he he specifically said, I would have made a more grounded movie. Yeah. So now that he has a second chance to make another DC movie, hopefully he will. Yeah, mm-hmm. I. I don't see a reason why he wouldn't. He literally said the words, "I would have made the joke with the main villain." <laughs> so I'm assuming if he gets that chance again, he might try to do well, that. He has the chance. Gotham yeah. City Sirens, dude. Mm-hmm. Let's- might be tricky still because yeah. the joker is the perfect villain for batman yeah exactly might not be for other people mm-hmm. yeah we watched a whole video on what was it uh the dark knight it's uh lessons from the screenplay lessons mm-hmm. from the screenplay mm-hmm. yeah and that the joker may not be the best villain for every character uh he's and just the perfect he's just the antithesis of batman which exactly. is why it's literally you're watching a yeah. you're looking at yin and yang mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the dichotomy between those two characters is another so- important lesson from that too is that like Suicide Squad with Enchantress, I think I kind of figured out what bothered me about that is the fact that it's it's supernaturally based and the threat was that the world was going to be destroyed. And you know that's not going to happen because like in the same video, they explain, you know that the world is not going to be destroyed because there's likely going to be sequels. There are going to be sequels. So that can't ever no, happen. No, they're just going to end the cinematic universe with this movie, guys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, with Suicide Squad. So... With twelve other movies that have been announced, but then like with something a little more grounded, if it if the threat was just like uh, in the Dark Knight, two fairies are about to be blown up. You don't know because the two fairies can be blown up, and the movie could end that way. You know, mm-hmm. so True. the threat is real. You mm-hmm. feel the the weight of that decision. Mm-hmm. So with Suicide Squad, when Enchantress is threatening to destroy that whole city or that whole world, that seems- it's because we didn't see the world. We yeah. had zero reason to fear for the world because we never and it, ever you saw feel it. like detached from that yeah. because it, 
the scale is so massive, you don't feel like the city, the world is dying. You don't feel that the people are dying. Exactly. Because there were no people in the city. Mm-hmm. That was yeah. the problem. <laughs> Interesting. We didn't see any people. <laughs> All we saw was the squad. <laughs> Yo, squad up. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. So, purple Lamborghini. Yeah. Uh, Super Mercy. interesting stuff. Any final thoughts on that? No. Um, no. I mean, I think I've, I feel like I've kind of already said how I feel about Suicide Squad. And I've I'm, said my piece. I've, I I kind of already knew that David Ayer was a really cool guy. He's the kind of person that you can just tell. Um, I didn't know that he came from that kind of background, mm-hmm. personally, and that even gives me more of a reason to feel relatable to him. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Because uh, I do have a day job. Uh, I have a, you know, like a kind of a, kind of a life where I, I have responsibility, you know, and, and, I can totally relate to that, and it's it's really cool to see that someone who has technically, you know, in 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 the eyes of someone in our position, right? Like this guy's made it. Yeah. But just because you made it doesn't necessarily mean you made it. Right. Like you still have to. You still have to. You're make still it. under you a microscope. Yeah. You still you are constantly under a microscope, and you have to take that t- truly to face value. I mean, don't lose sleep over it, but truly, I mean, to a certain extent, obviously, but. With great response, with great power comes great responsibility. That kind of thing, and that for me, it's like it's just another. Uh, that, it's just another reminder of yeah. like, hey, mm-hmm. look, you can go where you want to go, but your circumstances, your circumstances, because because of the choices that you made, mm-hmm. whether you knew there were going to be mistakes or not, right? And that's okay. That's just part of living. Mm-hmm. It's just part of life, um, professionally and personally. Mm-hmm. And I just, it's just, it's cool to see that he's human. Yeah, I feel most like you definitely. get you. You definitely can. You can definitely. See people like David Ayer or these, for me at least, like David Fincher is like one of my favorite, if not my favorite directors of all time. But I feel very detached from him because I look at his product, I'm like, my God. Wow. How is it so good? How Mm -hmm. did you do that? Like, I don't know. And it's like, you can, you can, you can, you can't relate to it. You can relate to how beautiful it is, and, and that you want to you want to be that you want to you want to strive you, towards that. But, but you don't you have can't. a connection. There's to this Fincher. huge gap, mm-hmm. and it's it's awesome to see someone of his stature close that gap. Mm-hmm. Not even just on like our levels, but mm-hmm. on a massive level. Dude. Say, look, I'm still human, guys. I screwed up, but I'm gonna yeah. try harder. Mm-hmm. The uh, the climb to the top of the mountain. The top of the mountain isn't a flat ground mm-hmm. platform. Nope. It's, it's constant slope it's yeah. like trying to go up a down escalator and it's hella windy up there so you got to keep your balance it's hella windy <laughs> we kind of deal with the same thing on a smaller scale with youtube even though it doesn't feel small it feels like we're always under a microscope uh we can do a great video like flash versus quicksilver but if we do something that people don't like they will definitely tell us like people constantly tell us uh without asking <laughs> <laughs> like on twitter uh, or something just like, hey, I really like Flash versus Quicksilver. I didn't like first person Iron Man. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Note oh. taken. <laughs> Note awesome. taken. I don't know. Cool. I mean, I already, I already figured that out myself before we're uploading it, but I you know, uh, it's cool. I, I don't know what that means, but thank you. I did not like Power Rangers versus Voltron. Cool. That's a whole year's worth of work down the drain. Super <laughs> specific. Thank you. <laughs> it's just like, cool. Good. Good thing, good thing, yeah, awesome, <laughs> awesome. Good thing we, I lost so much sleep. Yeah, <laughs> Danny, poor Danny. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of suffering through that video, but you know, but like, so what, what, where I'm going with that is like, I totally, I feel like on a smaller scale we can empathize. Yeah. I can only, I can only imagine. Oh my god, the amount of hate that he, the poor guy, got oh, because he's got DC, such an a good attitude about it. My God. 
DC fans, mm-hmm. comic and geek fans in general, can be so mean and brutal sometimes. We have can have the greatest fan base in the world, but God dang, sometimes people can be so mean, judgy and unaccepting. Yeah, and just, it's like, you know, sometimes you need that in order to grow, but gosh, I do not envy being in that position to yeah. get on such a global scale. It's like, I sure wish you would have asked me before you said that. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. Imagine being Zack Snyder. Oh, man. Yeah. Imagine, man. yeah. Like, if that was me, I would lose sleep. I wonder if his kids are, like, homeschooled. I, I oh, can imagine. Because that would suck if they found, like, the kids at school yeah. found out that their dad is Zack Snyder and they're, like, heavy DC fans. That's not a pretty picture, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I know I would homeschool my children. All right, so last topic before we close out comes from Patreon. 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 So this comes from uh, Sean Stubblefield, uh, and uh, he has uh, donated to our Patreon. Thanks, Sean. Asked us to uh, discuss a specific topic. Uh, He gave us a a few topics. The one that we're going to start with is, (coughs) excuse me, the Matrix as a superhero narrative, and how the sequels could have explored that. Hmm. Excuse me. Uh, so yeah, that is that's the topic he would like us to discuss. So uh, let's dive right in. Who would like to start? What was the question? One more time. Sorry. So it, it's basically a topic, not necessarily a question. Okay. So the Matrix as a superhero narrative and how the sequels could have explored that. So what is a superhero narrative? I think like the journey of a hero, as in the Odyssey. Is that a superhero? No, I think he's. No. I think he's. He's referring like to. The, like, is he saying like? Is he saying? <clears throat> is he asking if we see a superhero narrative in the Matrix, or is he asking what would the Matrix be like with a super narrative, and how could they explore that in the sequels? Uh, the latter. Okay. Okay. I mm. think that's how I mm, interpreted. I, that I feel like it's the former. I feel like he's saying the uh, the Matrix is a superhero narrative. How could they have explored that further? Because it is a man who has superpowers mm-hmm. who saves the day. Yeah. So I guess it could be seen as a he superhero. He is the one narrative. who fulfills the prophecy. So I think that's... if we're looking at it through that lens, right? Okay. Even if you don't believe that, mm-hmm. uh, believe that's that's what it is. If you're looking at it through that lens, how would you, uh, I guess, how do you think they could have explored that further? Or how do you think... How do you think it fell through uh, or uh, uh, worked or did not work as a superhero narrative, uh, quote unquote? Um, if they wanted to do a superhero narrative with that, I, the first thing I would have done was not make Neo the one. I would make everyone have powers. Maybe Neo can have the most powerful powers, but I would make everyone have powers. That would make more sense but to me. But doesn't everyone... Kind of, they kind of do, do but like they don't, they don't got powers like Neo. Like they, like they, like that's what you're saying, though. No, no, no. He's like I everyone what will he's fly. Saying. Like he, he has. There is such a large gap. Yeah. Like Neo yeah. obviously is the most powerful, and he's, well, yeah. he's saying that there wouldn't be such a large gap. There would be a gap, but not necessarily such a large. Like gap. everyone can, everyone so else can dodge bullets. Like some he could. kind of ensemble, right? Like the way that they do, uh, like you know, let's say Marvel, like Civil War, the Avengers. Okay. So something like that. Whereas. Yes, you can Morpheus and Morpheus and and what was her name Trinity. Trinity Trinity can tap into their psyche to a certain extent where they can do stuff. Mm-hmm. Trinity and Morpheus 
but they're they're also the ones that trained Neo to tap into that. Uh, I don't even know what it is, but the thing. Uh, Your computer. Basically the break the fourth wall of yeah, the Matrix. Exactly. So It's like lucid dreaming within the Matrix, I guess you yeah. could say, like something like that. So And then he would tap that and do this, but when he tapped that... <laughs> tap that. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was... I just walked right into that one. <laughs> when he tapped into that, that the Matrix, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. that idea, he became so much more powerful than everybody else. And that, that was for me... I don't know, man. Like The Matrix was really awesome, but I felt very... Um, I felt very detached from that story, to even it like was in visceral the, in the very in the very the first one too. I was just like, this I is didn't like, think so. I don't know, man. Like just like the the color scheme and the 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 cinematography, the set. I was just like, I but like mind you, I watched this when I was like nine or ten mm-hmm. years old, and I was like, this is like. I feel like the first Matrix runs much deeper than that, and especially playing into the action. Mm-hmm. This is a good. A prime example of how to do action without it just being spectacle. It's yeah, story-driven action. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, each battle that Neo fights is a battle for his, I guess, acceptance and his uh, his proving himself, basically. Mm-hmm. Because proving he's himself lost. to himself and to Morpheus. Yes, both. But mainly for himself. Yeah. Because when he fights Agent Smith, every time Agent Smith has the upper hand and he's one step ahead and he does... He, Neil himself doesn't believe that he can defeat Agent Smith, mm-hmm. but by the end of the the final battle in the in the um, the office building or whatever the lobby, it was like at a train station. Oh yeah, train station. That I was thinking of another battle, but um, no, it's same thing, same principle applies. Like every time he fights someone, it's you can see that the way he struggles, he starts at the bottom rung and mm-hmm. he works his way up to earn that victory at the end. And when he's fighting Agent Smith for the final battle, he himself, you can see where the battle shifts, where in his mind he believes that he can do it and he defeats him. Like Stopping the bullets. Yeah, the exactly. Thing. That was the first step to him yeah. believing that he could do anything that he wanted to do. Yeah. Becoming a superhero. Yeah, and you can see it in his expressions, his reactions. His reactions were really important because mm-hmm. you can see what he's thinking throughout the whole battle. When he stops the bullets, he didn't just stop the bullet. He stopped the bullets, and he was surprised that he could do it. He picked it up he out of like, the air, and he was, yeah. Just, I'm not articulating it no, no, very I what you're saying. well, but like there, there are specific video essays online, too, yeah. talking about this. I can definitely see it as a superhero narrative because it, it, it could be telling the story of what... Overcoming your fears and your obstacles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of a hero's journey. Uh, I did not care for the second or the third movie personally, mm-hmm. so uh, I don't really give too much merit to the second or third movie in personally just because I didn't really enjoy them and I thought they just got a little too campy and weird. They were fun. I thought I thought the second. See, one I feel was like fun. that was spectacle, just for spectacle. Yeah, yeah especially it, like the highway scenes in what mm-hmm. three? Yeah, the like se- the second one. I think. Was, oh, was sec- second, second one. one yeah, yeah, with the twins, it just started getting ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Morpheus freaking he took out a samurai sword and then cut an SUV in half or something. That <laughs> was just. <laughs> I was like, like they on. got a bigger budget and they wanted to do crazier things. Goes, hold, How wait, does hold that on. help the narrative? Yeah, it doesn't yeah. serve the story, which is a big a big problem, I think. <laughs> which is why I was... I know this is a little off topic, but it, circle around with me. When they said that Deadpool's budget was going to be super low, they were going to do it, but it was going to be super low, I was like, good. 
because now you're not going to have budget getting in the way of story. Mm-hmm. Story needs to be key mm-hmm. if the budget is low mm-hmm. because you don't have all this crap to lean on if you if your story sucks. So mm-hmm. you got to make sure the story is excellent. And you, that is my biggest fear with Deadpool 2 is that if that's going to happen, they're going to put too much money into it and it's going to muddy up the narrative. Mm-hmm. Um, but back to The Matrix... That feels like what's what happened with uh, two and three, but it did feel like it could have been a superhero narrative. But to be honest, it felt more like religious parallels to me. It felt like it was very it much was. there was yeah there was a lot of Jesus Christ parallels. It, it only felt that way because it was yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah it, was. it is in the first movie it was a little more uh, it was a little more subdued, but at, in the second and specifically the third movie it, it just straight really up. just smack you in the face with, yep. uh, with that sort of thing. So uh, that sort of. That was very interesting. I, I always kind of saw it more as being a, a religious affair mm-hmm. as opposed to a, That's what I would do then. I a discovery would, of faith. I would um I would separate the religious aspects and mm-hmm. parallels to make it more superhero. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of superheroes that are based in Yeah, but they're but Superman. Uh, yeah. It, the Man of Steel has a lot of uh, Man of Steel and uh, Dawn of Justice both have uh uh quite, a lot quite, of uh parallels quite the religious, to Christianity. Mm-hmm, true. I was talking about comic books, not movies, but like, oh, yeah, yeah. That, that too. Yes. Yeah. But I, 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 it was, um, I, I always thought it was just more, and, and what's the word I'm like? Not an awakening, but a, an enlightening. An enlightenment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was sort of like an enlightenment sort of thing, like yeah. a, uh, a retelling of a religious story as opposed to telling you a story about a super, a larger than life superhero. A superhero, it feels like yeah, just yeah. a man. But when you do those religious parallels, you're, you're saying that this person is more than a man. And at the end of uh, uh, Matrix uh, Revolutions, it was like he kind of died for the sins of humanity and squared the the conflict with the machines. So now they're like, there's peace because of his sacrifice, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't feel like a superhero journey to me. That feels like a personally like a prophet yeah it sounds like it sounds like a prophet like yeah. yeah it sounds like a, a the story of a mm-hmm. of a religious prophet so mm-hmm. uh not that each could be uh, need to be different but it felt different to i get no yeah. i got you i got you i feel like to a certain extent it needs to be a little bit different of course yeah i mean it doesn't need to be like right on the nose i mean there were so many there's so many occasions and so many scenes especially like in the the back end of the second one and the third mm-hmm. one like was just like, oh yeah, he's sacrificing himself. It's like, oh, hey guys, is he sacrificing himself? Question for you guys. Yeah. Yeah. What do you consider a superhero movie? Is Watchmen a superhero movie? Is V for Vendetta a superhero movie? Um, v for Vendetta is not a superhero movie. Not in my opinion. I would consider Watchmen a superhero. I movie. would consider Watchmen a super a superhero movie. Okay. Yes. Is Logan Watchmen. a superhero movie? I haven't well, seen I it. Haven't seen it yet. Yes, <laughs> I consider Logan a superhero because they have superpowers. Okay, I mean Neo has superpowers, right? Yeah. So in the in the machine in the computer world, Matrix. Yeah, in that context, I like explaining it from my perspective. I would consider that a superhero type movie. So looking back, looking at so the wait, Matrix, would you consider Avatar a superhero? Exactly. movie? Exactly. That's exactly what I was just going to say. So in the, the sense last of Airbender or no, Avatar. No, Avatar. Avatar, James Cameron, Jim Cameron, yeah. They don't have powers. They're just a different species. Well, he's he's as that species. He's capable of different things. Yeah, than he's he is capable as a human. of. of <laughs> I don't consider that a superhero movie. No, that's at all. an alien movie. 
Okay. That's so, a sci-fi. So but would yes, Man I, of Steel be a, a, an alien movie or a superhero movie? Yeah, dude. It's both. <laughs> <laughs> because in Man of Steel, in that universe, there it's implied that other characters that are human have powers. Mm-hmm. So I would if if it if it's a story of just it's implied in Man of Steel. I didn't get that no, implication. No, they didn't imply that in Man of Steel that there are other people. Didn't they have, have like news reports of like no? Uh, what am I thinking of? Dawn of Justice, probably. That might be Dawn of Justice. Yeah, probably. Okay. Meta. They just they, they would say meta human. Mm, after yeah. after Man of Metal after, human. Yeah, after Superman did that thing in Metropolis, meta humans just keep popping up. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the interesting thing about Man of Steel, that now that we're on that subject, if you look at Man of Steel and then you look at, like, Prometheus, you see how the ships kind of resemble each other. Mm-hmm. The the garb looks kind of the same. Yeah. Like, And that for me, that was what was really interesting. I was like, that's one of the reasons why I fell so in love with it was because it was so sci-fi looking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Movie's just, hella it sci-fi. It was so cool. I think tone and... Tone plays a lot into what you consider a superhero movie. Because if you think about music, for example, uh, country music, by definition, is a, a genre of music that is meant to tell stories from start to finish. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of songs in other genres that tell stories from start to finish, too. Also true. Mm. Yeah, that is true. So just tone definitely plays a lot into that. It just depends on the tone and the way you execute. Yeah, I mean, I think... Because in this day and age, like different genres bleed into each other all the time, yeah. and that's fine. Mm-hmm. Like that's just how it is now. It's, there's no straight, you know, superhero, sci-fi, alien, whatever. That is true. It feels like to me, considering the Matrix to be a superhero story, would feel like not fan fiction. That's not the right word, uh, but. It seems like it would be an alternate fact. Yeah, <laughs> it seems like it would be like Stop. reading into the reading into uh, the film, interpreting it your own way. That yeah. would be your interpretation. Yeah, because right. I can interpret yeah. Matrix as a sci-fi movie too. I don't think there's. I don't think. Well, there's, there's no dispute. Yeah, like, it's a straight up sci-fi. That's the thing. I think there's no dispute that it's a sci-fi mo- movie. But you can one can argue that it is a superhero movie, but that's all you can do is you mm-hmm. can argue it. Can you dispute it? I think you can dispute it, but I think you also can't dispute it at the same time. <laughs> I think I, I feel like you, the reason why you can't <laughs> the reason why you can't dispute it. Stop that. Uh, the reason you can't dispute it is because he's technically going into another realm, mm. so to speak. Yeah. To get these well, so so I think called it's powers disputable mm-hmm. with the superhero thing because your definition of what superhero is can change between people. But with science fiction, it's literally a piece of fiction based in science. Mm-hmm. And the Matrix has machines and technology that doesn't and exist in a And in a post-apocalyptic world. Yeah, so right. that's, by definition, science fiction. Of course, yeah. Oh, no, it's... Yeah, no, there's there's no, there's no question. Because then you can draw your own parallels and your mm-hmm. own themes and, you know, interpret it your own way depending on what your definition of superhero is. Yeah, for sure. No, good point. I think the big question here is, what do you guys think... What do you guys think about the Matrix? Do you think that there are superhero parallels in it, uh, in that story, uh, or are there not? Bless you. Never. And 
what do you think about all the other topics we spoke about? Do you, what do you think about Logan? What mm-hmm. do you think about uh, the Power Rangers trailer? Bless you. Uh, what do you think about uh, the Last Jedi? The Last Jedi. Mm. What do you think about everything that we spoke about? Give us your opinions below on everything or on one or two things. Yes. Before <laughs> I, we close out, oh, uh, real quick, I really urge everyone out there, especially uh, the younger audiences watching this, to go and watch the first Matrix movie and really. I mean, if you haven't seen it before, just enjoy it and then watch it again looking at the story structure and how they they build up the protagonist in that. Because yeah. it is one of the best examples in modern cinema of, of the journey of a hero. Agreed. Cool. They did it really well. Yeah, definitely. Any last thoughts? I have a thought. Right. What, what is this box here? So our manager and good pal, John Carl. JC! JC! Uh, over at uh, Whiskey and Waffles on YouTube, and make sure to go follow him on Twitter. And, uh, and he's at the John Carl on Twitter. He's so uh, he's the John Carl, the John Carl, Holy the, du- shit. the dopest dude around. He's the yeah. one who helps us get all the brand deals and helps uh, basically keep our channel running. Pretty much. Uh, he sent us this box. You, I think it's a uh, Christmas gifts. Oh, if you guys, if you if you're one of the people who did like Power Rangers versus Voltron, uh, he's basically the one who assembled our entire cast. <laughs> yep. Almost so the thank cast. or blame him. No. Okay. <laughs> so let's open this guy up. Wait, does somebody else want to do the honors? No, no you, no, you, you ahead, can do dude. it, dude. You're fine. <laughs> I already cut it. Yeah, you did. I don't know. There's a lot of packaging There here. is a lot of oh, packaging. Oh, boy. Oh, man. Oh, what is that? I, I, can't see, I can't see anything. All right, so Jeremy, look away and then just reach in and then pull something. Pull this out. Okay. Is it multiple things? It's just pull out one thing, and then Noel, I need you to pull out the other thing. Oh my God! Ha! <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. That is funny that I awesome. picked out the Red Ranger. So what's in the box is what's in the box? <laughs> uh, Mighty Morphin Power Ranger collectible figures, and this looks like the straight up like original run from Bandai. Yep, I got. So he sent us a note. He said. Danny, it felt very appropriate to send these your way when going through a bunch of my stuff from when I was a kid. Make sure they find a spot in the new studio. Here's to the mom- to a momentous 2017. Best, John Carl. Thanks, oh, John. Love you, John. This love is you, awesome. This, this is, is so, so cool. cool. Oh, my God. Thanks, John. We appreciate it, man. So we love I, you. So I, when I was... Uh... <laughs> Go ahead, bro. Gotta see it. <laughs> <laughs> so when I was one, on my first birthday, my aunt in Hawaii gave me uh, a present that I still have today with me. It's a stuffed Red Ranger. Nice. And it's been through a lot. It's actually, it was technically your second birthday, but whatever, dude. Oh my gosh. These are OG, John. These are, These are from OG, 1993. Yeah, holy man. crap. We'll get $3, dude. Damn. That's awesome. Three bucks. JC, holy crap, man. This is awesome. Do not do not open these. This has literally not been I, I, opened. I've already opened it, and I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> You're like playing with These it. haven't wait, been what? opened in 23 years. Damn. 20, almost 24. Yo, mint can oh dish. Oh, my gosh. Hello, mint can dish. Yeah. Hello, Yorkies. That's awesome. Shout Yolk out to mint? you. JC, you're the man. Thank you, John. Uh, Young JC. You have to address him by his full title, Young John Carl. Young John Carl. Thank Everybody you. tweet at the John Carl and say, young thanks, John, John Carl. Carl. Hashtag Young John Carl. <laughs> yep. Yes. He'll love that. He will He'll appreciate it. it immensely. <laughs> yes. Tell him we sent. Uh, if you guys are going to be in the Long Beach, Los Angeles area-ish, that Southern California area, and you want to come see us at Long Beach Comic Expo, we will be there. We will have a panel, and we're going to be in the biggest room 
Uh, they have the Rumble Room, so please, God, show up. <laughs> please. <laughs> the Rumble Room. Oh, my god! Get gosh. ready to rumble. Oh, that would be so embarrassing if nobody showed up. Yeah. So please come to our panel. Come meet us. We're going to be uh, doing a giveaway. We're going to be giving away a ton of crap. Um, a lot of uh, our Nightwing the Series merch that we have left over, uh, that's stickers and T-shirts and posters and stuff, uh, maybe even a DVD if we have Lions it. Lions and Bears and Tigers, oh my. Flory. If we can print out some actual Ismahawk gear before then, we'll bring that stuff too. Maybe we'll bring some other cool, neat stuff to give away to you guys. Maybe a Voltron helmet. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Figure it out. Uh, but we'll have stuff to give Games. away. You can come meet us, come hang out, and uh, yeah, check out the panel. Uh, thanks for tuning into the show, guys. Uh be sure to follow us on Twitter. I'm at Danny Lachep. Jeremy's at Jeremy Lee with three Y's. Noel's at Noel Chef. Tony is at Walk On Tony. And on Instagram, uh, I'm Danny Lachep. Walk On Tony at Jeremy Lee with three Y's. And now you. Uh, and uh, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Ismahawk. Uh, check out our Reddit. We're trying to be more active on there. And last thing, I know a lot of you guys are starting to I said last time that we want to build a community and everybody really got excited and started running with that and then started like opening up all these other social <laughs> medias for everybody to gather on. But now, this is a great idea, but now everybody's fragmenting. So let's all try to consolidate in one area. I think the Reddit is going to be the best area for everybody to meet in because it, it is very much a forum. Um, and... Uh, I mean, you guys can do whatever you want. You can uh, use the app or the other Yolo. Facebook if you want, but uh, it just seems like it will be more consolidated to use the Reddit. So let's all go there. Um, and on that note, support us over on Patreon. We love you guys. Bye. Love you. At Noel the Chef. <laughs> the Chef. Why don't you change your Twitter to uh, Noel too? As well. Let's get ready to rumble! What the fuck was that? That was my response to your question. Um, Wait, Noel? What? Hello? <laughs> Stupid. I'm out of here. I'm out of here. Get me out of here.